Well, hello, my name is Chaotic Katie, also known as Katie, and I'm here with... Chief Keefe, or you can just call me Chief, and welcome to the Meddling Gays Podcast. Where the gay don't quit and neither do our mouths. Episode three. Episode Episode three. three. And today, we're going to be talking all about our personalities. Ooh. Full disclaimer, I am a special being this evening. Oh. Special, special. I'm very relaxed. I've had wine. Gay wine ant has come out to fucking play, friends. I love that because I have certainly had like five iced coffees today, including one at like 8 p.m. So I'm kind of wired right now. And I had a Pepsi. Yeah, I would like... I would like the listeners to know that I was just subjected to like 15 minutes of you just giggling at me prior Don't to Don't make me do it again. This. Just the fucking giggles. <laughs> just absolutely. I just I'm a I get up bitch. to the bathroom pre-stream. I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Keith says something that tickles himself and then just giggles. And I'm like, <laughs> like a little girl on a TV show. <laughs> Fucking Disney ass princess bitch up in this goddamn. I don't understand. I'm just saying, from where do you get the cuteness and then also the audacity? Explain to me these things. Well, I get the cuteness from my mom and dad, and I get the audacity from an online download. I'm. Get out. Get out. I'm done with you. Yeah, audacity.com. And then you just go to downloads and you select the newest version for your operating system and you click down and that's how you get the audacity I'm, anybody anybody want to work on a podcast with me anybody oh, i'm getting fired from a podcast yeah, that i um, decided so we the meddling gays podcast have decided to go a different direction from the podcast that i pitched <laughs> oh it belongs God. to me you know the this now. this perfect dichotomy with our our current personalities is a is a wonderful segue into what we're going to be talking about today, which are our personalities. It's who we are as people, who we are in our personal lives, who we are around the other people in our lives. You know, just all around. What is your personality like? So oh fun. I've oh joy. Uh, first and foremost, I'm a goddamn peach. So everybody fucking knows, I'm a fucking delight. <laughs> And I'm a gay gremlin. Uh, <laughs> Can confirm, am also gay gremlin, but am a fucking delight. <laughs> I love that. Give me cheese, and I won't steal your things. You're fine. Cheese? Mm. Are you a, are you a cartoon mouse? <laughs> no, but you are. Oh. <laughs> Hot dog. Fuck you. If we if, if we get dude, if Disney comes after us, I'm gonna take you out. <laughs> And we have the third death threat of episode three. We've done it, everybody. Good night. Honestly, end the pod here. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you I got next. it in under four minutes. Fuck oh, everybody. Damn. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best. Completely organic. As you were. So I, I, I wrote a few questions because I decided to be prepared for one of these. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So, Imagine preparation. So I wanted, I wanted to kick this off with an easy, an easy one. What's your personality type? What is your Myers-Briggs? Tell me. Uh, we talked about this in the last pod, but I am an INTJ. All right. All right. Um, and every time I've taken this quiz, I've been an INTJ. Tell us a little more about Although INTJ. I haven't... Oh, fuck. Okay. I haven't taken it in a while, but I've taken it numerous times. An INTJ is a lot 
I'll also tell you my horoscope in a second. Yeah, tell me your INTJ am, like from your from like if you had to describe what an INTJ is to somebody without looking it up, what, how would you describe yourself? Um, they're very intense. They are leaders, but often very quiet, and also sometimes they're like the smartest person in the room, though they won't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not that person. I am the other version of this who knows they're the smartest person and desperately wants you to remind them that that is something that you recognize and uh, also doesn't like to lead, but will reluctantly and is very good at it, but hates it. (laughs) Does not want any kind of responsibility. Don't give it to me. I don't want it. I felt that one. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, um, according to the 16 personalities, an INTJ is called an architect. Okay. They are introverted, intuitive thinking, um, and judging personality types. Oh. Mm. They're thoughtful tacticians that love perfecting the details of life, applying creativity and rationality to everything they do. Their inner world is often a private, complex one, which I do agree with. As in last pod, I described myself as basically a human cat. Yeah. Do not look at me, acknowledge me, talk to me, touch me until I so choose it. And then I will demand all of the attention at once, very suddenly. And then we go back to forgetting I exist. Mm. That's my love language. That's how my grander dates treat me. Leave me the fuck alone <laughs> until I so choose to be petted. I am choosing to ignore the grinder date joke and move straight on. You're gonna ignore I'm the just, the, the, the swarming not... cesspool that is grinder. You know, I've been on Tinder. I'm imagining grinder is worse. Oh, grinder is rotted. Rotted. Oh god. Like remember in episode one we were talking about like the, the gay dating process. Do you remember? Yes. So yes, grinder is that but on crack. <laughs> grinder oh, is, boy. oh, I see you're five miles away. Can I see your penis? Also, what kind of movies do you like? It's in the wrong order. <laughs> grinder is let's uh, let's come over and fuck and if the dick is good enough then like then we can maybe make something out of it and 95 percent of the time that doesn't happen oh shit oh yeah like okay so i just i have a question how often have you used grinder um less than one might think but more than i feel pride to to admit <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent scale of information. Thank you. So, um, I, less okay. than thirty, more than three. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No. Um, I'd say I'd say I use it uh, probably two, three times a month, and then whether or not anything comes from that is is a l- much. It's like a thirty-three percent whether or not I actually go on the grinder date. Because here's the thing: you you meet like three types of people on grinder. You meet mm. the, they look way too attractive and they're probably a catfish, but you might luck out. Absolute like old creepy men who might be bots, but you're not quite sure, but they, they kind of are just way too old for you. And then three, you meet people who are either human traffickers or serial killers. That's, that's kind of the, the, the dating pool. The, the, the human trafficker slash serial killer thing was spooky and too real. Oh, Oh, bestie. So I got a message. Uh, God, this was... No, I totally believe it. No, I last year I got a message real. and it was this person and they messaged me two times. I didn't respond. But they were like, um, oh, I'm a really nice guy and I'm looking to rent out a place. I'm looking for young people or college students in particular. 
and then it and then it, a follow up message later, and this is a very rough retelling, but the other message was along the lines of, "Hey, I haven't heard back from you, but I'm a really nice guy. If you're interested, you should tell me a bit about you." I'm like, "You are going to traffic me." <laughs> I was like, "This is trafficking gay men, young gay men," and I was yep. I was freaked out. I was like, "What well, report?" And then I just kind of was like, "Well, I'm not going to touch this app for another couple days." <laughs> Yeah, that's valid. Honestly. I was like, I was horny, and then I wasn't very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly, I was like, maybe, maybe I should be celibate. Maybe I should join a monastery or something. And like, <laughs> God, could you imagine oh me? God. Could you imagine me in a monastery? No, but I can imagine me in a monastery. I could imagine that too. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm too. So I'm an ENFJ. So I'm like similar, but the opposite of you. <laughs> Yeah, in the fun ways. Because what, what's the T and the F? I can't remember what the third one is. Because each, each letter uh, in the personality type is like a, like a dichotomy of some sort. So you've got introverted, extroverted. You've got judging and um, like perceiving, I think, is the last letter. And you've got, yeah, I can't remember what the third one is. But it's like our first and third are opposites. But the second and fourth are the same. So we're like on a similar wavelength, but we express it in very different ways. Because I'm loud and judgmental. And you're, or not loud and judgmental. I'm loud in something. And you're like reserved. And I, I think that's apparent. introverted, intuitive thinking and judging. <laughs> judging is interesting. I would love to know what they mean by judging. I, okay. So I think it's, it's like, instead of, because I think I think the last one is like judging and perceiving are the two like things. So I think like judging is more you like see something and you assign like a, a ah. like a thought and like a like an actual like opinion on it. Whereas perceiving is like you see the thing, but you you still stay open minded to it. So here. Yes. Um, here's what the judging thing on the, the personality website says. People with the judging personality trait feel most comfortable when the course ahead is well marked. They would rather come up with five backup plans than deal with events as they come. Preferring to consider their options ahead of time, personality types with this trait prefer clarity and closure, sticking with the plan rather than going with the flow. Um, it's as if judging types always keep a mental checklist when they cross something off their list or even start an item on their list. They consider it complete and not open to reconsideration. I am not like this. This oh, is the that least read, like that me. That read me like a fucking book. So <laughs> judging, I am... Okay, so I think by design, I was possibly more rigid, like more like this. Mm -hmm. But life has taught me to be extremely good with the flow. But I had to learn that over time. I'm not inherently that way. Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, it's hard to say. Some of this is from being neurotypical or not non-neurotypical. <laughs> so neuroatypical. I don't always even. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Words are fun, and they have meaning. I've forgotten what they are now. Do they? Uh, I can't read, I'm... so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had wine, and I'm sleepy, and That's words are just these things are, that I usually want to stuff in boxes. <laughs> okay, okay. So we've talked a little bit uh, okay, about our personality type. Okay. How much do you think it matches you? Oh, oh! Like if you could give me I, a scale, I like uh, fifteen out of ten. I I am a one hundred percent in ENFJ. Um, I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm. Oh. 
I'm very extroverted. I'm very. Oh, I know. I know. It's like uh, the the third one is like feeling. The F is feeling. So like I'm I'm oh. very I'm a very like sensitive person. I'm very like very stick to the plan all the time. I'm very like judgment calls are always my thing. I'm like all right, we need to we need to plan this out step by step by step by step. And when things change, I am panicking. When someone's like, hey, about that plan we had, I'm like, oh please, why? Like every time I try to stream and I try to get a group of people together and someone's like, hey, so something came up. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm screaming. I'm like, we planned this four days ago. Why are you changing it now? Like, I don't get Meanwhile, mad at people, but like my internal dialogue is very much like everything is falling apart. The world is on fire. Ah! My favorite thing is when plans get canceled. I love last minute cancellations. That shit bothers me so very fucking little. Oh no. I when people cancel on me, I get very like I get stressed. Cuz a lot of the time I like plan a lot of like I plan my life around oh this is going to sound so unhealthy, but like I plan my life around work if that makes sense. So like work is this thing that I have a, at set times throughout the week that like my my time does not belong to me. I mean, you know, I'm selling right. it to a company. So then my off time, I plan so much. Because I'm like, this is this is all I have. So when I'm like, hey, let's go to dinner on Thursday because this is the one night of the week that I can go to dinner. And then like it's Thursday night and I'm like, plans are still on, right? And they're like, mm, well, and I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Because now I'm not going to have a chance to do this for another week. And I get stressed. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> and then because I, 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 I generally I I'm feel like, like if well, this was... was what my off time surrounded and so then I don't know what to do with myself after that. Like, I can't pivot my personal plans very well. And I get very stressed out by it. In-person plans, I think I take a little bit more seriously than, like, online plans. Yeah. Like, if I'd planned to play a game with someone, but, like, my internet's being crappy or, like, my Well, that's different hurts. when there's external factors like that. But when it's just like, mm, I don't feel like it. I hate yeah, that. Or, That's like a thing that I very much dislike. But as far as my stress levels, anything will cause that. I like yeah. cortisol through the roof as soon as someone says, well, actually, I'm like, no, why? <laughs> why? Why do you do Does it hit me? you the same if someone tells you like, I'm not sure which one of these days, like this oh, day or this oh, day? Oh, and oh they... don't, no, don't, don't even do this. <laughs> I okay, hate so... a maybe. I hate a maybe. So much because you hate a baby more than someone canceling on you. Oh God, they're like equal. Like they're for me, equal? I'm just like if you can't, if you can't, de- like if there's a maybe because of a good reason, I kind of get it. I still get stressed out. But like when people are just like, mm, I don't know, maybe, and then I'm just like, can I get a yes or no? Like if you don't want to do it, just tell me no. Like if you can't plan out that time, please just say no, because then I will go <laughs> figure something else out. But when people, dear listener, Keith has been slowly losing his mind all uh, week because of recording like deja vu or not deja vu with drama. Um, to be fair, I was not part of any of that. <laughs> no, well, yesterday, like, oh my god, I got so stressed out yesterday because I was like, oh, I need to record the podcast and I need to stream and I need to do, like all these things. And then my work shift ended up like going oh, like an hour and a half longer than I thought it was supposed to be. I ended up super tired. I got home and I passed out and I woke up in a cold sweat at like midnight and i was like oh my god i missed everything all over the world is falling apart <laughs> and then i went back to bed meanwhile i was just like it's fine dude yeah you it's were like fine. oh it's okay everyone else was yeah. just like we're gonna meme on you in your discord server but otherwise like we don't care and i'm like oh 
every I'm a, a terrible content creator. Everything's falling apart. <laughs> ah. And then okay, yeah. So we learned that Keith catastrophizes. Oh, oh, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Ask any of my Keith exes. Keith catastrophizes <laughs> everything. Noted. Keith oh, is God. also impossible to make plans with. <laughs> oh God! If you don't like, I need. If I ask you, are you free on Thursday night at seven p.m.? I'm serious, bitch. Yeah. Like well, I, I'm asking that exact. Like, time. I don't know. I'm mean, like, I don't know. Probably, maybe <laughs> depends. <laughs> uh, so A okay, I'm, time, I'm okay if someone says schedule... maybe or possibly because then I'll follow up with what the plan is. Because normally that's an invitation of what do you have planned at this time, and then I'll make my decision on whether or not I'm free. And then I'll be, and then I'm like, okay, do you want to go to dinner? And if you do want to go to dinner, tell me yes. If you're unsure, say no. Because then. <laughs> You can surprise me last second and be like, actually, I can go. And I'm okay with that. Okay, weird. Because see, that shit drives me crazy. No, if I get a last last minute. As long as they're okay if I'm like, okay, well, my car is full, so you're going to have to find a ride. Then I'm like, okay. Like, that's fine. Like, if you suddenly, if I didn't plan for you to be there and it wasn't a thing that had a limit on how many people, I'm like, great. Just come along. I mean, everything's circumstantial, but like, you know, if, if, if it's a last minute plan where you say yes. And it's really not going to affect me in that kind of way. Like, I'm cool with it. I'm fine. I'm like, whatever. But I hate when I'm like, do you want to go to dinner? And I'm relying on like there being three people. And then one person cancels and I'm like, okay, well, now it's weird. You know, yeah, that's just weird to me. I because then it turns into a one on one dinner. And especially if it's one of those things where you like invited somebody and their friend who you maybe wanted to get to know better. And then only that friend ends up coming. And you're like, well, we don't have the the mediator here <laughs> to kind of no buffer this. person. Yeah. You need I, the buffer person. I do, That's required. I love a buffer person. Because other than it's too um, intimate. I don't. I, I'm, I'm very best in a trio. Yeah. Same. I'm best. OK, well, this is. Mm, this is only true for the first couple of times hanging out with somebody. So I'm best in a trio when one friend, when I'm like friends with one friend and they, they're like, you're going to vibe with this other person perfectly. And then they like put us in a trio. And then while that new person and I get to know each other, we like become a little like two person click and you cannot separate me. And then I'm no longer a good trio person. I'm only a one on one -er. Yeah. I and then once I've ascertained that all three of us can hang out, then I can trio again. But I'll get like really sad because often I get left out of stuff like just mm. all the time. So oh, yeah, I'm bad same. at it in that I'm not good at staying part of the core group. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I can manage that number of people. Anything beyond five is too many for me. Frankly, four is pushing it. Oh. See, and this is this is the I and the E of this because oh, I love a group. My seventeenth birthday, I took twenty people out of town to celebrate my birthday. Oh, I had big birthday parties. But no, that's this a wasn't this wasn't event. a party. I was like, hey, I want to go to Nashville for my birthday. I want to hit up a karaoke bar, laser tag, and go to a nice dinner, and then we'll just like go around some shops. Who's down? I added everyone into a big group chat, and then it turned into a caravan of cars driving an hour and a half away from our town, parking at a stadium, and walking through Nashville and doing fuck all. And I organized the whole thing for my birthday. It was a shit ton of people, and we had this massive dinner at this place that was listed as, like, kind of a casual restaurant. And we get there, and it's fucking white tablecloths, and we're all in sweatpants and hats and everything. It's a whole thing. <laughs> whole thing. I loved it. I loved every second of just interacting with like 20 people all at once, but not as a party. It wasn't a let's get in one place and 
hang out. Yeah. It was a one of these. Yeah. One of these days, you'll ask me about my um, birthday parties in Korea, but today is not that day. Fair enough. But I wanted that's okay. a story for another time. <laughs> so okay, so we have an idea of what our personality types are, but what do you what what do you do you feel like a total stranger's perception of you is what your personality type is? No. You like you meet a new you meet someone brand new. What do you um, think they think of you? Uh, well, uh, hi, I have mental illness, so I don't have an accurate perception of this. <laughs> that's why I wanted to ask. It. Um. <laughs> The short answer is that typically I feel like people hate me the first time they meet me. Like I don't make a good first impression. Uh, that has yet to stop me from being exactly who I am because I apparently don't learn. Uh, but I just genuinely think that people hate me the first time they meet me. And it takes talking to me like three or four times to learn that like I'm actually really fucking cool. Because every time someone has ever started to be my friend, they were always like, oh, I didn't like you when I first met you. And then I found out that you were really fucking funny. I just kind of thought you were a bitch. Like, that's what I heard all the time. And I'm starting to wonder if it was just like, that's what people actually thought about me or that's what people said about me who didn't actually know me. And so that's what like people thought because they were told to think that. Teenagers aren't like the most fucking scrupulous people oh, in the no, world. No, not at all. See, um, that's as an adult, the, it's been different. The the hating but. thing is interesting because I still feel that way about everyone. But I think that's my I feel like when people meet me, they think I'm just a lot. I'm a very forward person. Like if I meet a new person, I'm generally not shy. I'm generally like, hey, bestie, like, let's get to know each other. <laughs> and I'm very like, I will tell you about myself and I want to hear everything about you. I want to know what your hobbies are. I want to know your pronouns. I want to know just like. You know, just little oh. details about yourself because I want to get I, I don't like to get to know someone by like, where do you go to school? What do you study? I'm like, what do, do you, you do on your weekends? What are your hobbies? Ask those questions quickly and with joy, like a little golden retriever. Because yes. you sound like a golden retriever. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, hey, bestie. Oh, my God. Nice to meet you. Wait, what's your name? Cool. What are, okay, wait, so what are your pronouns? Doug the dog, but gay. Yeah. And I'm like, what are your pronouns? OK, wait. So have you ever heard of this? Wait, what do you think of this? Okay, because I feel like you're that like today someone told me that they were a big Rush fan. And I was like, I see that. Like you, you mean the, big time rush? No, like Rush. Oh, oh, Rush. Just Rush. Yeah, just Rush. And I was like, I see that. And he's a wonderful trans man who dresses in a button up every day and like a forward facing cap. And I'm like, oh, you listen to Rush. Like, I didn't know that beforehand. But as soon as I said it, I was like, this makes like you embody that. <laughs> Like, 26 giving 45-year-old dad energy. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and I um, love that about people. <laughs> to circle back to your original question, like, what do I think people think of me? I know for a fact that people are typically intimidated by me when they first meet me. I don't know if that's true online. But in person. And that's different. the thing. In person. Is like in really person, I tend to be intimidating. Um. And I couldn't possibly tell you why, except for that. I have a rather stern countenance. I have a resting bitch face, I'm sure. But it's a beautiful bitch face. So, you know. I love that you have. Okay. So people, I used to have a really bad resting bitch face when I was in high school. But I think that's because I repressed a lot of parts. Like, I repressed a lot of the gay because I wanted to be friends with men. Um, right. Mainly men who I had crushes on. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were like straight men. I like, oh, my God. In high school, I was like, marry me. Please spit in my mouth. And I was like, I want to be friends with you. 
Uh, oh <laughs> so I was like, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm like a, I'm a big, you know, I'm, I'm a heterosexual man who just happens to like suck dick, sucking dick, sucking dick and cock. Um, and now I'm just like, oh, I'm gay. I'm not a bundle of sticks. I'm the whole fucking log truck now, bitch. Like <laughs> the whole fucking log truck. And oh yeah, so <laughs> so now like I've lost the resting bitch face. I'm just like I'm smiling all the time. It's actually kind of creepy. I smile a lot. I'm smiling right now. I've been smiling <laughs> the entire time we've been recording this. <laughs> like a psychopath. <laughs> I was about to say, that's like some fucking serial killer bullshit. Please don't <laughs> smile in your room by yourself. Oh, We're not I do even it doing all the cameras time. this time, guys. I, I like, kn- there's Sometimes we have cams on when we record these. Sometimes we don't. We don't. And today is one of those don't days. And I, so I've Keith's just smiling, smiling to himself in his dark, dark room. It's actually, looking I have, at his I have, computer. I have full on lights on right now. I have like my streaming lights on still. And I'm just Why? smiling. Why? I'm, I'm smiling. distressed. <laughs> I'm distressed by everything you're doing right now. You're ruining my wine chill. Have I told you, you that I sleep with lights on often? Shut the fuck up. That's so bad for you. Do you want to hear the worst part? Do you want to hear the worst thing? Can I tell you something bad about myself? You're going to judge me really hard. I'm going to judge you really hard, but go ahead. I sleep in jeans a lot. Yeah. Mm-mm. I would like to put out a request for a new co-host <laughs> for the Meddling Gays podcast because I have apparently started working with a like cryptid like, <laughs> jeans, jeans them. Like a lot. I don't of the, know. I'll what fall to call asleep you. in my work clothes and I'll just pass out and I will sleep like a baby uh, in socks, wait, jeans and a button up. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Hold the fuck on. Only when I pass you, out. Only when I like you, fall asleep. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Here's the mm-mm. Mm-mm. nah, nah. Th- this is not allowed. I am so. <laughs> Tell me. Okay, all y'all nasty motherfuckers who go out in the goddamn world with your outside clothes and then you wear them inside and get in your bed. I hope you all are aware of the absolute nasty filth you're laying in now. And what you've done to your sheets and your bed and your pillows. You're just. You're, okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Piggies I, I, in a pig okay. sty. The lot of you. Take wash, your fucking work clothes I, off. I wash and my. Take a shower. I wash my bedding weekly, um, first of all. And also, you're I gonna shower be in, in the morning. I shower cl- in the mornings. So I wake up you and I immediately shower. You interact with the public all fucking day. And then I pass out in my bed and I wake up in the morning and I go to the shower and I cleanse my body. I put on clean clothes and at the end of the week, I strip my bed and I wash all of it. I wash away all the sin. You're doing it in the wrong fucking order and it's stressing me out. Okay, well, (laughs) I (laughs) Little piggies in your pigsties. (laughs) I know what I am. Spirited away parents. I know I'm a dirty little hog ass bottom bitch. I know what I am. Hog ass bottom bitch. Hog ass that bottom bitch. On your left butt cheek. I want that tattooed on your left butt cheek for sure. I want a fucking tramp stamp that has a big neon sign that's pointing at my hole and it says open. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining the ones from like um, Animal Crossing. They have those ones in Animal Crossing. They're like giant neon signs and yeah. it's like we're open or something, something diner. Yeah. And I just want it to be. I want um, that. I want come that. on in or something with like yeah. a pig doing like a high five. It says live, laugh, love. And it points at me. <laughs> <laughs> live, laugh, love about it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. 
I was recording. Okay, a, what were we okay, talking yeah. about? Um, um, okay, so I asked what you, a total stranger's perception would be. Um, so kind what of. What would it be of you? Well, I was saying, like, I think they would think I'm a lot because I don't, I don't, oh. have a, I, I'm, I don't have a filter. I talk like this at work. I need, like, I need that to be known that this isn't a personality. What you see online is what you get twenty four seven with me. Oh, I have different faces. I just, I just go with my real voice. But hold on, we're okay. So I was gonna ask this question later, but these two were kind of, kind of together. Um, do you? Okay, do you feel like you ever equip an alter ego? And also, that being said, how would you describe yourself at work versus in your private life? Oh Jesus, these are completely different people. First of all, I don't swear at work. Okay. (laughs) Well, you are a teacher. I am a teacher and I work with adults. So I, I, I do. OK, sometimes when I'm teaching certain concepts that are best explained with swear words, I will use them because they are very helpful. But I'm not swearing at students and you never raise your voice and swear at someone because that's just fucking oh, no. ridiculous. No, no. Um, you swear in the car yeah. at them as if you were yelling at them. I swear at bad drivers. Um, but you all heard about how I drive in the last episode. So. <laughs> yeah, Keith can't drive. <laughs> uh, Katie is the good driver in the, in the call, which is fine. I've always been the good driver. Uh, so for me, now, to be clear, I've worked with children. So I have a different voice depending on who I'm working with. If I'm working with children, it's much lighter. It's much breezier. I sound like a fucking Disney princess. I'm very pleasant. Okay. I'm very sweet. Adult, I tend to talk a little bit more normal, but there's a tinge of professionalism around it. Um, I also dial my language back because I work primarily with ESL students, so I don't use my full vocabulary. So I use a different set of words mm-hmm. for, for like actions or things. I have like a set catalog in my head that I rifle through, like a little fucking Rolodex. Okay. Um, and then when I'm with friends, I'm actually very different than I am when I'm just like relaxed at home. So I have a couple different like shifting modes they're all me i'm never like pretending to be someone i'm not it's just like pulling one part of my personality to the forefront yeah and i feel like i feel like a lot of people do that i feel like that's yeah the, it's called masking yeah ex- mm, thank you intro to psych <laughs> i did not take intro to psych is that I what did. you learn in intro to psych <laughs> uh yeah you, you learn a little bit about masking because i mean it's it's mainly I, I like to think of it as just like exaggerating parts of your personality is, is kind of the best way to describe it. Yeah. You know, if you're with your boss, you're going to kind of accentuate that like a uh, professional part of your personality that, you know, the niceties, right. the overly, you know, generous and kind. Whereas, you know, when you're with your friends, it's that fun part of your personality. Or if you're performing, it's that, you know, that really out there, exaggerated, like everything is dialed to 15 kind of thing. Oh, I don't have one of those. Oh, I do. I know you do. I don't have one of those. But I only, like, it's kind of the more that I've gotten comfortable with myself, the less that comes out. So, like, on, on stream or something, like, sometimes I'm very, like, hey, everybody, blah, 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 blah. It's a little exhausting, but there comes a point after the first like hour where I'm like, okay, now I'm just me. Like now I'm just, I mean, because uh, already I feel like I'm a caricature of myself, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like as I've kind of, because like I was a really kind of repressed when I was in high school. And then when I got to college, I was like, oh, I can like, I can really lean into this because I didn't know anybody yet. So I could be like, all right, what do I like about myself? And let's 
just kind of let that be full force. And the things that I don't like, I'm just going to repress and not do. But even like, oh my God, today I was brewing coffee by myself in my little Airbnb, nobody around. And I was just full on chatting and I was laughing and I was being like, you're a dumb bitch. Oh my god. I was like, I can't wait to try this fucking coffee. Don't you fuck it up, you little whore. Like, I'm talking like that to myself on a daily basis. I talk to myself. Oh, I Not exactly to my... like that, but oh, I no, talk I to do. myself a lot. Um, I did it more when I lived by myself. I talked mm. to myself as I was, like, doing tasks and stuff. You have to fill the having silence. A, having a pet um, actually helps part of that to, like, the feel the need to, like, fill the air with conversation. But you don't actually want anybody else participating. You just want the silence. It's not a need for other people. It's just like, I just want to hear myself say words. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I, like, I think I, I think through a lot of things by talking to myself. And yeah, I, that's I what love, I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I have a, especially when it comes to like content creation, when it comes to the podcast, when it comes to even like work, I'm like, you know, I talk to myself to think through the things that I want to do. I don't know. It's just how I am. Yeah. I do yeah, the same thing. It's fun. I do have I do have one alter ego. What's that like? <laughs> um so it's it's at work, actually. <laughs> Is it gayer um, than this one? No, actually. <laughs> so it's really funny. So sometimes I have to work in the back of house. So I have to work in the kitchen. Right. And um I equip who I call Ethan. <laughs> and Ethan, um, so if, if Did Ethan I, do crew in high school? No, but Ethan, um, so normally I wear my hat backwards when I'm at work because I wear a hat at work most of the time when I'm in the kitchen because I have to wear something on my head in the kitchen as well. So whenever I'm back there, so I turn the hat forward because I'm normally a backwards cap kind of person, turn my hat forward and I tend to get a Southern accent a little bit and I'm just a little bit more of a straight man named Ethan and I've named him Ethan because that just like felt right but Ethan gets in the back of house and he's cooking up a fucking storm back there and he's doing the most work that he possibly can (laughs) and he's making beautiful fucking dishes (laughs) and when someone orders some bullshit thing they're like I want a turkey avocado sandwich without the avocado he gets angry and he's like order something fucking else but he exists (laughs) and he's wonderful Well, now I wonder if Ethan would like to meet my Betaloo. <laughs> Ethan is a wonderful, wonderful Southern gentleman. He would love to meet anybody. I think Betty Lou would be mighty keen on Ethan, <laughs> especially if he's a handsome football American oh, All Star. No, type. Ethan looks like Mr. Burns. <laughs> Oh no! Well, uh, Betty Lou might want to marry him just for the money. <laughs> Betty Lou's, you know, stupid, but she's not stupid, stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's more like e- Ethan is three stupid. cigarettes away from falling apart and becoming a bag of bones. Mm, perfect. <laughs> Ride oh that God. man into an early coronary. <laughs> Not yeehaw, motherfucker. <laughs> it's really funny as a native Californian. I don't have a, I don't have, I don't have much of an accent, but it's really funny every time I go back to Tennessee. I just, I get so fucking southern. <laughs> I speak like this all the time back home. Yeah, I am southern. And it's, it's uncanny. Culturally. It's uncanny. I was raised by southern people, like deep south southern people. So, um, yeah. All of I, my I like family to think I have, have a very accents. 
I like to think I have a very clean speaking voice. And maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe my perception is wrong, but I feel like there's not much of a tinge of anything there. You have a pretty neutral accent. I'm really good at accents. So yours is pretty neutral. Mine is pretty neutral. Standardly, yeah, we but both because do. Because really I learned, um, here's the thing. I actually don't have a neutral accent. My neutral accent is because of the people I grew up around other than my parents. But mm. if I am down south for any manner of time, I slip into that vowel pronunciation. Yeah. Like it's my mother tongue. If I'm oh, down yeah. there for a day, next day I'm speaking with an accent. Anytime I get like really, if I get really excited, like worked up about anything. Oh my I, God. I you start sounding Southern. A, I get so Southern. I get so like sudden. if I get pissed I'll off, be like, I'm, I'm just speaking like this the whole fucking time. Like fucking you learn your fucking in place. You the aphorisms and the slang. You speak. I'm fixing yeah. to knock you upside your head till next way Sunday, little man. Well, you I tend to say gayer. Th- I, ter- I tend to turn into like a, for anyone listening from Tennessee, you will know, but I turn into like an East Tennessee gay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, like I'm a Knoxville, Tennessee gay. Oh no. Yeah, they're the worst too. I love you, Knoxville, Tennessee <laughs> gays, but y'all know how you fucking are. Uh, <laughs> we just start getting hate comments. I don't yeah, know shit about honestly. fuck. This is all Keith. I don't know anything about what he's talking about. They right know now. how fucking raggedy they are. They oh know. My God. Raggedy? And I love them. You call I love them, them raggedy? I love them. Lord. I love them, but they know. <laughs> they know. They know what they know. Bless y'all's hearts. Bless, Bless y'all's their hearts. hearts. They know what's up. Uh, but anyways, before I speak in that voice for the rest of the fucking pod, um, so I was going to ask, uh, when do you think you like kind of leaned into your personality and why? Like, cause you know, personalities um, are an ev- evolving thing, but I feel like once you get to a certain age, you kind of, you kind of have what's it, but you know, as a child and as a teenager, you're kind of ebbing and flowing between things. And, you know, like I mentioned, I feel like when I got into college was when I finally was like, okay, this is who I am. And the reason is because I'm not around all these people who have repressed me and held me down. You know, I'm sticking it to the man. Um, Nixon almost came out. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, that was that was kind of for me. Um, but what about you? I am my father's daughter. We are the same person. And by that, I mean, I am an immovable rock. You shan't make me be anything other than what I want to be. Uh, I have had small fluctuations of like my personality as I've aged. But from a very early age, I was really strong willed, opinionated, loud, demanding, intelligent and like unforgiving. I have always been this way. I will likely always be this way. I have softened in some ways and hardened in others. When do you feel like, do you feel like there's any point in time where you can be like, this is when I realized that this is what I was and it has been pretty much like un, like obviously, like even mine has fluctuated since that point. Um, Um, But you know, when do you feel like you were like, this is who I am and I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) Cognizant of how different I was from everybody and like, Around the third grade, I have a very vivid memory of there's this girl. Her name was Brittany. I won't say okay. her last name, but if she ever listens to this, bitch, I fucking had your number in like kindergarten. <laughs> that oh is God. not to say that you're a bad person, <laughs> but I had your fucking number. I knew exactly who you were within like two minutes of meeting you as a child. You were just like the most window pane fucking person I've ever met. Oh, not window pane. <laughs> Clear as fucking glass. Oh not my even God. misty with with rain. Nah, 
I understood this bitch perfectly. And I'm not saying any shame in her game. Girl was cute and she knew it. Girl was athletic and she knew it. Girl was pretty. Who would And play she her? knew it. Britney Spears. She literally was like a tiny Britney Spears you, in the era of Britney Spears. You had that fucking ready to go. You had that fucking locked and loaded. I Because that. I have compared this bitch to Britney my entire life. Because okay. she was exactly like, she even had that like cutesy high pitched girl voice that they had Britney talk in mm-hmm. as like a young teen girl, but like as like a child. Anyway, she was just really cute and like she was really manipulative and she was very popular because she was what everybody wanted everybody else to be. And she played soccer. She was a soccer girl. And in third grade, she sat down opposite of me after having, you know, never wanted to do anything with me. I had a brand new pack of crayons. The good mm-hmm. one with the sharpener in the back. You know the one. And she yeah. goes, hi, Caitlin. Do you want to color with me? And I looked at her and I said, you don't want to color with me. You just want to use my crayons. No, I don't. I want to know all about you. We've been in class together all year and we've never talked. And I was like, nope, you can color by yourself. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So I have a question. Yeah. Because you knew who would play her before I have heard. Like, I didn't even have to explain that. Nope. Who would play you? You know what? Rosie O'Donnell circa no you know what actually I take it back you know the aunt from Sabrina the teenage witch yes uh <laughs> Rhea I forget her last name yeah I know who you're talking about though. yeah and I'm sure the, the listeners will know but the like plus size aunt the fun one yeah the fun one that's I who... love that okay I'm not blonde but if you put a brunette wig on that woman she's perfect She's you. Oh, I love that. She's me. Um, I'm not that tall either. Like, she's way taller than me. But it's yeah, like her yeah. mixed with a Rosie O'Donnell. I am that bitch. Okay. No, I love that. Um, but with, like, Rory Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls. I'm a mix. I can't really think of anybody. I maybe see. Lori. I see. Maybe, um, not Lori Metcalf, but um, maybe uh, uh, McCarthy. Okay. She's perfect. Please, Suki. Work. Yeah, who'd play you? Leslie Jordan. That's an excellent answer. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, de- honestly, don't even DH him. Just Leslie Jordan. Just Leslie Jordan. <laughs> honestly. I have an amazing story about Leslie. You'd just be like, hey, fruit. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's me. <laughs> uh, so Leslie Jordan. You little bottom bitch. I love Leslie Jordan. So I have an amazing <laughs> story about Leslie Jordan. Uh, would you tell like me. me to tell you this? Okay. Uh, this Tell is me. actually a retelling of a telling of a story, but there is this person who is was on the show called Table Time or Table Talk or whatever the fuck. It was a source fed thing. Um, and he was, t- his name is Joe. He was telling the story of how he used to be a bartender and he worked in this like restaurant that was like a restaurant bar and Leslie Jordan used to come in. And one time he stands up on his tippy toes and reaches above his head behind the bar to get like something down from the top shelf behind there. Leslie's sitting at the bar and says, mm. and he is referring to the V at a man's pelvis where like the abs uh, go in and he goes yeah we like to call them come gutters and i uh, just <laughs> that is my favorite factoid true or false it absolutely sounds like it could apply to leslie jordan oh my god and what I a can disgusting just imagine, name for something and i love I it i can just imagine leslie saying it and so it's my favorite thing about leslie whether it's true or false i love him so much look i think the look only at them person come gutters on that age group that i love more than leslie is possibly danny devito and that's just because danny devito is a solid fucking human oh yeah yeah like a solid would, fucking uh, honestly human. yeah leslie jordan and um 
Leslie Jordan and him would be, they'd be gooning and baiting all the time. Oh my God. I just figured yeah. out who would play me. Who? Rhea- Did you say Danny DeVito? I quit. No, his, his ex-wife, <laughs> okay. Rhea Perlman. Oh yeah. That's. Oh yeah. From Cheers. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I love Cheers. <laughs> okay, oh my god, we're, we're, this isn't going to turn into the the review channel, no, but like I oh, like cheers. remember celebrities from what they've been in, you know. Yeah, yeah. She was also in <laughs> Matilda. She's the mom in Matilda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're. I love that that married couple was actually married. Adorable. Yeah, I love it. They're the nicest oh. people. They're both like solid fucking people. Raya and True. Danny are both like sweet beans. Love Danny DeVito. Love Danny DeVito. The red M and M. Danny red DeVito. M and M. Danny motherfucking DeVito Latrice Royale. Love. I don't know why I gave him two extra names. No, I don't. Why? Oh, I I don't know. I just felt like it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I see. I see. Okay, so... Leslie Jordan Latrice plays Royale you. is this wonderful, like plus size black drag queen. Oh, who and I, I fucking love her. Okay. But she's got this like deep ass voice. She's <laughs> like she walks into a room and she's, "Hey guys, what you doing?" <laughs> like, I love it. Get these nuts out of my face. Oh god! <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, Latrice. It's a great. Latrice has done prison time. Shit. <laughs> Fucking hell yeah, oh. Latrice. I love you, baby. Oh man, that's yeah. amazing. Okay, I'll show you Latrice where I am later. <laughs> so Leslie Jordan is you, or Leslie? Okay. Yeah, Leslie Jordan is you. Who plays your love interest? Because I know who wanted, who I want to play mine. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, if you ever hear this, just know my hole is open. Oh my 24/7. lord! <laughs> okay, I was gonna say Jack Black for mine. Oh, okay, interesting. No, like, like, mm. like I'm not saying I'm who. You I'm, I will sim for him for twenty minutes, but you know, not who personality you wise. Want though? to be like who you like? I'm not naming my top number one favorite celebrity whomst I'd like to take to bed because that's Alice and Janney. Whomst. You think could like reasonably play you in a movie? You're like love interest in a movie, and that's Jack Black. Oh, He's perfect. Who could reasonably, reasonably play my love interest? Um, I would pay money to watch Rhea Perlman one. and Jack Black play lovers. That would be hysterical. I would pay literal money dollars. <laughs> Honestly, and not because I'm just obsessed with this show, but probably Joe Locke. Oh yeah. Okay. From Heartstopper. Yeah. No, because every time I, I like see that character, I'm like, I would date I would date that kid in a, month, in a second if I was in high school. OK, like that's like the boy I was looking for. I see. was exactly who he plays in that show. OK. And I'm like, damn, damn. Amazing. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, <laughs> here I go crying for the next 20 minutes of something that never happened that I only had wished would. <laughs> I just realized that like the four women that I named were all super sarcastic, really um, like. No, they read you, and loud. I said literally the gayest fucker on this planet, and I'm like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm, oh god, I'm, I'm annoyingly gay. Sometimes I annoy myself. Do you really? Like, I know I can be a lot, but sometimes I hear myself, and I'm like, shut the fuck up, you dumb piece of fruit. What was your first impression of me? I thought you were fucking wonderful. I don't remember the first impression, like the first time we spoke. I don't know what I'm we sorry. did. I'm sorry. That's probably that was probably a trauma response. <laughs> Do you remember the way we first met? I mean, I know how I met you, like through your like I, well, well, watching one of our, your yeah. Stream. One of our friends got us. Well, one of our friends got us together in in a call to play a game. 
and it just it just went from there i think we played dead by daylight or or maybe it was yeah i think it was dead by daylight we played we played that and it was like it was a great time and i really enjoyed you no you're a wonderful no you made a great first impression we we played something i know we got together to play we got together and played something and i distinctly remember being like oh i love her i think it was fall guys I think it may have. Oh, it was Fall Guys. And I was like, she works her pussy out, bitch. I love her. I'm so bad at that game because I had only I've only played it like a handful of times. But yeah, I, it it's was okay. Fall Guys. And I was just like, oh, boy, I'm bad at every game I play. I don't know why people tune in. Okay. You're way better at lots of them. Than I am. But I am. I'm not. I, I'm I'm fair at games. I will I'm not always good at anything. supreme in the zombie games. That is my wheelhouse. And I love that. I'm number one Kirby player in a, even though I die in that game so much, because and it's made for children, <laughs> children, and I right. still d- fail. Nintendo games are notoriously fucking complex, though. I'm sorry. Kirby is jump, suck, and like spit. <laughs> it's literally my fucking Saturday night. I should be better at it. <laughs> Yet again, another reason why my mother can never listen to this podcast. <laughs> She would never let you speak to me again. You disclaimer: Do not play this fucking podcast in front of your parents. Yeah, people. Seriously, this is not the time for that. Unless you have the most down to earth parent on the planet, I won't. I my parents don't know about this, and they will never know. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to. know. My mom knows, but she'll I, never go look it up. She yeah. just won't. She t- yeah. That's. My my dad wouldn't. My stepmom has certainly been a chatter in my stream before, and I'm like, <gasps> you gotta get out. You gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, go, go. You cannot be get here. out. No, my mom would never. My mom would never go and like look on any of my shit. My stepmom wants to go to drag bars with me, so I'm like, okay. Oh, that's like, sweet. She's trying to connect. I'm like Rhonda. You gotta stop. Rhonda. <laughs> Help me, <laughs> it was really funny when I was in high school, there was like a running joke. And I, I think of it often because one time I was very much under the influence of a lot of drugs and uh, my stepmom called and I was like, oh, shit, it's Rhonda. And all my friends who were with me, they were like, go answer La Rhonda. <laughs> LaRonda. LaRonda. And every time I think of my stepmom's name, I'm just like, LaRonda? <laughs> LaRonda rhymes? You, oh my god. You know what you should get? There's a character named Lashana on Total Drama I Island. Know, I know. Oh, I lo- Do you think I haven't watched Total Drama Island? Okay. I remember LaShonda. You should save... And LaShonda could fucking get it. Fucking LaShonda was the greatest. You should save LaShonda's like, picture as your... <laughs> Your I'm stepmoms. Gonna I'm going to do you it. You should oh do my it. God, I'm gooning right now. Yes. <laughs> I love that it. That was all to get me to that joke. Thank you for participating. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I forgot what the question oh, was that you were asking me about. I feel like we answered. Did we? I don't even remember which one I was on. Pick a new one. Uh, Pick a new one. <laughs> um, okay, you're at a party, right? Oh, God. Hypothetically. No, I'm not. You're, hypothetically. You're at a, or a get-together, a gathering of some sort. And there are strangers there. But you're in the room. Who do you flock to? No one. Nobody? I sit by myself. Interesting. Even at like a, not necessarily a party, just a gathering of people. Mm. Maybe, maybe there was a baby shower and you don't know everyone in the room. Uh, but you like look around. Who are you going to? If I only know one person, it's the one person I know. Um, beyond that, I'm looking for the next quietest person whom I know. 
who I can sit next to and make snide comments to the whole time. Now, let's say you go to the baby shower. You only know the the mother. And obviously, she's going to be preoccupied the entire time. What do you do? I sit quietly by myself and I don't say anything until someone talks to me. Huh. I don't know. I'm an observer. Nobody. You, there's no personality type or something that you would like. You'd be like, ooh, let me go chat up that person while I'm here. I don't chat up Maybe people. I'll make a new friend. I don't do that. No, that is the introvert part of... No, I don't do that. <laughs> that um, there's a lot involved in that. That requires me to expend energy. I'm not sure I want to expend. I haven't Your given social battery. Yeah, I haven't given this person. I don't even know what their aura is like yet. I'm just getting like surface level shit. I'm not. I haven't like tuned, tapped into their energy signal yet. I don't know shit about fuck. I don't talk to people unless they talk to me. Interesting. Because you know what I'm, happens I'm, when people talk to you first? They open up the door and you get to see way more. You hold more power if you wait to speak. I'm the complete opposite. No. I, I, I chat up people for no rhyme or reason. Yeah, and I watch people like you at parties the whole time. I, I'm that person. I'm, I'm that person who, like, if I'm on a bus and I, there's someone sitting next to me and I find anything interesting about them, I'm immediately being like, so what's that? Oh, yeah, no, I don't talk to people. I was, I was on a bus one time and I saw this kid with a violin case and I was like, oh, you play violin? I've never met this person in my life. I was like, you play violin? He was like, yeah. And I was like, are you in the orchestra? He was like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, are you a music major here too? And he was like, yeah, I am. Are you? And then we just, we had like a 20 minute conversation. And then I was like, what's your name? At the very end, I was like, what's your name? And he was like, Tommy. I can't imagine that. And I'm like, good to meet you, Tommy. And I got off the bus and now I randomly see him around campus and we say hello and we chat for like a minute. I don't want any of that. I don't want any fucking I part of it. that shit. It's that stuff that gives me energy for the day. See, that drains me more than anything. Random people who now I suddenly have to care about. Oh, God. Here's the thing. If I interact with you, I now care about you enough that you you exist to me. Therefore, I must now expend mental and emotional energy towards caring about your existence. You know the worst part? You're going to hate this about me. Do you forget people like right away? (laughs) No, I was going to say my same answer to the question. I'm at a party. Who do I flock to? I flock to the quietest person in the room. (laughs) No, I know you do because I watch people like you do this all fucking party because you guys are like the cats of the room and are determined to make the one person in the room who hates cats talk to you. Oh, yeah. Like if I I saw you sitting alone, I would 100% come up to you and I'd be like, what kind of wine are you drinking? Yeah. And you're the oh my person. Gosh, wait, where'd who you get that? I, Let me like, get a grab a glass. What do you think about this? Oh my god. So what's your name? What are you doing? How do you know her? Let's talk. Uh, and you would despise me, but <laughs> I, I am. I don't that usually person. despise you. Um I've met many people like you. Because like you, people of that personality type, there's a lot of you. And we are like we're like candy. You can't stay away. Quiet people, we're your candy. We're, there's just too much to know. It's like a little mystery secret, and you're just can't you can't wait. You gotta know. You gotta talk to us. You gotta find out all the deets. Here's the thing: if you had like a if you had like a straight line that's like introvert on the left, and at the very far end is that person who like if they talk to a single person, they like have a whole panic attack and freak out and overanalyze every little word spoken. I'm on the complete opposite maximum. I literally will talk to anybody about anything at any time and I am happy about it and I have no shame I have no anxiety about it unless it's a crush if it's a crush it's a totally different thing I won't talk to you um (laughs) I will say that if I have a crush on somebody I will not talk to them that's funny I don't know I don't get crushes because in those cases 
Oh my God. Like I, well, I'll talk a little bit. I'll try it depending on the context. Like, oh my God, when I'm at work, I see cute men all the time and I go out of my way to make sure that I'm the one who gives them their drink or their food. You know what I think I have noticed? And I'm extra friendly because I'm like, please, I hope this is the one time that you like slip me your number. I am pretty. And then we can go goon and bait in the back of the Piggly Wiggly. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the fucking Piggly Wiggly. Um, I'm bringing that shit up every I time. I know. Uh. I think the thing I've noticed that I do is that if I like someone or I may like be a little bit attracted to someone, I kind of sort of put distance. Like I'll be a little meaner to them than I might normally be like, like sarcastically meaner. Um, I mean like a little, I feel like everyone does. I I feel like that's where like saucier. I'm a little bit more I feel sarcastic. like this is where the whole like thing where they're like, oh, well, if he's like when you're a kid and they're like, oh, well, if he's mean to you, he probably likes. Yeah, no, nah, we don't believe in that shit. Um, I don't I don't believe in it to that extent, but I'm definitely like I am a little meaner to the people who I have a crush on. Yeah, it's more like <laughs> I definitely te- I definitely like not in a mean way, but just like in a teasing way. Yes. You know, it's not mean. It's just more like it's like saucy. You're you're more saucy. Yeah. You, you're a little exactly. you're, you're, you're a little bit more. um but Sour the problem sweet. is the, like th- that only to me happens if i've been like introduced to that person and then i like develop a little crush and then that happens if i'm like if i see someone really attractive or if it's someone who like i i have like a crush on but i haven't really interacted with them much so like that wouldn't be the thing i just won't talk out of out of complete fear out of complete fear but here's <laughs> the thing i'll talk to anybody except for the people who i like emotionally am having an investment in i won't talk to them and I don't understand why. I think it's a fear of like embarrassing myself and then being like, I'll never find love. Ah, and then I freak out. Um, but otherwise, like. <laughs> yeah, I just it's I'll hard to, to say because I have a hard time focusing on too many people. Like I'm an observer. You asked me, we're at a gathering or a party. Where am I sitting? What am I doing? I am observing everybody else in the room. I am watching what every single person does. I'm clocking interactions. I'm clocking the woman who's tapping her finger on her wine glass because her stepmother won't stop saying things that are pissing her off, but she's trying to hold her tongue. I'm counting how many times that lady has um, checked her makeup or twirled her hair because she feels like she doesn't fit in and she's trying to look a certain way. See, now I do do those things, though. I do them, but I do them in conversation. Yeah, I don't have to say I I, I don't say anything. No, I talk to them. And then I, I'm watching those things and I'm watching the things of people around me. And then that's how I decide who my next piece of prey is when I'm at those kinds of events where I'm like, all right, this conversation has dwindled. But I saw that person over there has been looking at their watch a lot. So I'm going to go see what they're uh, what they're looking to do after this. And I use that as my like my basis of like, how am I going to start this off with somebody? Because I'm looking for those little things. Yeah, I'm a freak. I just... <laughs> I feel like I scare people. I feel like that's the first impression. I feel like people are just scared of me. <laughs> um, well, as the quiet person in the room who really has a hard time, like, even if I want to be involved, I have a hard time doing it because. Also, I, feel I still like, haven't stopped smiling. I want you to know that. I just oh thought about boy. it. I, I feel like my version of like a good time is often very different from other people's. I made friends with this person in Korea, um, and she is super fucking cool. Um, she's the greatest. Uh, she, she and I bonded at a like a gathering, basically, and because we were both the quietest people sitting at the table watching everybody get absolutely fucking blasted, and we were like nursing the same two drinks the whole night, <laughs> just like making snide comments the whole fucking time. Still talk to her all the time. Love her. Mm-hmm. 
like there's a lot of people I met in Korea that I've just like fallen off with and I don't talk to all that often. Um, but like this person definitely stuck it out, stayed to the end, tried and true, helped me with like my grad school work, oh, all that. that. And then like we have a lot of fucking shit in common. Like we like a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Truly a very, I won't say kindred, but like very similar type of person and we don't do a lot of hanging out because we like a lot of alone time (laughs) yeah (laughs) so even the time that i had while i was in korea like we only really hung out a little bit one-on-one but every time we did i had a nice time and i was like i love this person like the vibes are just immaculate every time i'm in her presence I get, I have a lot of people who like, I, I just, I make a lot of acquaintances. There's very few people who actually ended up in my like very close friend circle. Cause I think you can only have so many like really close friends, but it's like, I will, I will make acquaintance with people so quickly. And I'm the, I'm the person who, like you said, you're nursing two drinks. I'm the person who's getting absolutely fucking blitzed at the bar. And then by the time I walk out, I have half of the bar's phone numbers and we have a group chat. Oh. I can I'm, get blitzed I'm that too. person. But I'm saying like, I, have done I get too. I get blitzed and I'm like hyper social and I am just I'm with everybody and I'm like I am becoming the center of attention in a way that draws people to like let's all be friends together. I remember I went to an outing with a like a new friend I made here when I moved to St. Louis and I was like, "Hey." And they were, they like invited me out with their group of friends and they were all like employees of the same company that we work for. And we went out to a bar and like by the end of it, this one girl, she's my bestie. She got me. She understood. And I was like friends with everybody else. And like I still text them. And now when I like show up at their cafes, they're like, oh, my God. Hey, what's up, chief? And I'm like, I am. I am the drama. (laughs) I like like, I don't know. But and not in like a braggy way. Like I'm not like, oh, my God, everyone loves me. I'm just like I, I feel like that's my personality is very much let me draw people in and become acquaintanced with a lot of people, because whenever I go into a room, I love that. Like I know everyone in some way. And I try to remember little details about people, like little little things that aren't like super like important a lot of the time, but like little things like I have one friend who works with us and he doesn't like coffee. And I remember that about him. And like, if I remember nothing else, I remember that he has a lot of money and he's doing that. He's doing the job just for shits and giggles. And he doesn't actually like coffee, but he works in the cafe. I, I know that there's factoids about people, too. Yeah. I'm... But like I keep like my, my Rolodex is not filled with people's names. It's filled with details about people and their face. That's what I remember, too. I remember details. I remember your face. I can remember what you wore the first time I met you six years ago was like I have mm. that kind of memory. Yeah. Um. It's slowly fading as I age. However, uh, it used yeah. to be absolutely fucking. I mean, that's what happens when you become a ninety-four-year-old woman. It's really hard to. And remember you drink, things. you know, bottles of cranberry, <laughs> moscato, yeah. for yeah. Um. You know, it's fine. You know, you're um, aging. <laughs> I love you. You still look like you're twenty-two. So I don't really like. I'm joking. I know, when I say I, when I call Katie an old decrepit witch, I mean that she's like. I have a baby She's face beautiful. for how old I actually am. No, it pisses me off because, like I said, I'm well, over here like fucking Mr. Burns. Know. People at work don't know like how old I am. People think I'm students all the time. And I'm like, I'm I've, wearing a lanyard that says staff. Can I help you? I found a gray hair one time. Oh, I still don't have any of those. I found one. It's never happened since. But I was like 20 and I found a gray hair. Mm. And I was like, oh, fuck this shit. I... Uh, and here I am. I am Leslie Jordan. I'm the same age. I have the same body type. I'm the same fucking person. He could play me because he is me. 
God. I'm yeah. fucking raggedy and decrepit. And it's okay. No, you're not. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. <laughs> At least you have most of your internal organs. Most of mine are missing. <laughs> you don't know me. How do you think I got money? How do you think I got money for a PC? You think I worked? You think this you think this fucking downturn late stage capitalism paid me enough money to buy a PC with my little fucking minimum wage job that I had? <laughs> nah. You know what I fucking did? Selling my testicle on the black market. What'd that go for? Two cents? Yeah. <laughs> they do it by weight. Damn. Yeah. They got they got hosed. They took my liver and they said, Well, half of this'll work. Because the other half was shot by intense binge sessions. <laughs> oh my god. They said, we can give half of this to a dog. And I said, okay, how much? They said, 20 bucks. I said, I'll fucking take it. You know, I've several times made a joke that if I could go to the brain store, I would like to buy a new one. Because mine is working on an old processor and just needs some fucking TLC. I could use some extra RAM sticks. I could use a new graphics card. My eyesight's going bad. <laughs> I don't Imagine you took an entire roll of paper towels and you bundled it into a ball and you soaked it in water from your tap. That's what my brain is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mine is like just a wet ball of paper. It's like newspaper that really thin shit <laughs> like Bible paper. You know, Bible paper. Ooh, it's like Bible crumpled paper. up pieces of Bible paper covered I, in cat piss. I love Bible paper. Yeah. I love Bible paper so much. The sound of the crinkling of Bible paper makes me feel uncomfortable in okay, my Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what more books need? More books that aren't full of misogyny and homophobia <laughs> and every other kind of ism that you can throw in there. More fucking books need that like silver or gold lining that they put on the side pa of the Bible pages. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mm -hmm. I want more of that. I believe that's that has a name. I don't know what the name is. I would say embossing, but I'm afraid that's wrong. It's definitely not embossing because that's what you do to the cover. But mm -hmm. you know what? I like for my, you know, guilt. Is it gilding? Maybe it's gilding. But for my like eight, like my eight uh, shelf high fucking bookshelf that I have full of dirty, rotten smut, I just want them all to be gold lined. I want them gilded. It is gilding. It, okay. See, I want my I want my smut gilded. Yeah, gilding book edges. It's a thing. I love that. I am smart. I know stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was so thinking of the, the thing so gilt the lily. So I was like, mm. well, I verified I knew stuff by checking with the Google. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, in fact, know how to press the buttons and get the Googles to tell me the things. Uh, well, at least confirm that I said the correct things. Here's the thing. I'm a repository of useless facts. I yeah, am a repository of shit that doesn't matter. M lyrics from, you know, the 90s and the early aughts. I almost made a joke that I was a repository of useless and then I was going to say fact, but you remove the C T and you just replace it with a G. That's too many <laughs> words to make the same joke that you've been making. Well, I, I didn't want to say the word because I didn't want to offend anybody. Right. I understand. <laughs> It's I'm still too many words. I know. I know. Look. You could have. <laughs> here's the thing, Keith. He's a repository for this dick. There you go. It's done. Yeah. You're for welcome. gay dick. Mm -hmm. No, you know who would play me? Actually, I, I've, I've thought of someone who might be slightly better than Is it than Rosie O'Donnell? Adam Rippon. <laughs> Adam Rippon. 
Now that's the motherfucker from the Star Wars franchise, is it not? No, no. He's the gay figure skater who got like on everyone's oh, YouTube oh, and oh, TV. Oh, 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 who am I thinking of? I have no idea. Who plays um, Leia's son? Oh. Adam not Driver. Him. Adam Driver. Yeah, no, Adam Rippon. Okay. Gay cool. figure skater. I totally know who you're talking about now. Yeah. His face is in my head. Yeah. He is am very I, cute. Am I wrong? He's now? very fucking funny. Also Personality very wise? Very he, close. He would play me. <laughs> I want to get in the same yeah. room as Adam Rippon. I feel like him and I would Weirdly, be Weirdly, I feel like you have more energy than him, which is saying a lot. No, he's, he's a little more laid back. But like yeah, he's the a same, little chiller. But the same energy, you know? Same energy, but he is chiller. For yeah. sure. That's yeah. funny. I can't believe you found someone who is actually less high strung than you. Also, I am just convinced <laughs> that, was that a if read. I plot That was a fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> if i pluck keith right this week keith will just snap <laughs> like a twig <laughs> keith is so so stressed keith you've i'm had stressed <laughs> i'm one of these days in like six years everybody you can mark my words this is episode three it's 109 in the fucking morning where i am in like five or six years we will have a, whether this podcast is still here or not we will do a reunion it is 6 24 2022 we will do a reunion episode in six years mark my words i will be able to say i told you so (laughs) (laughs) someday keith will come on here and be like you know what you know that one time when you were telling me that i was doing too much and i just like you know did what i wanted i'll be like "Uh uh-huh i sure do (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like i'm I'm going to let you do it because you're young and you can. I run myself into the ground, bestie. Do what you want. I'm not, I, I'm not telling you that you're wrong. I'm just telling you that I'm right. <laughs> I just, I know I'm high strung. I know what I, know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. I can sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> you really can't. You're just dead. That's not sleep. That's just death. It's eternal sleep. Or a okay. coma. Now a coma. No, that's a now coma. that's a coma. Now bestie. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, now that's I might the be moment to get on the coma. That's shit. the look. <laughs> look, I would make a great coma patient. Here's my top facts about me. I like to sleep. I like to not be awake. Um, I enjoy honest, dreaming. If I could do anything, I would not sleep. If I could remove sleep from the equation of things that I need to do to survive as a human being, I would remove that shit in a heartbeat. Oh, same. If I could be fully energized and not need sleep. Oh, but see the blessing. The because trade-off for me, because like, if they say nothing in your life will change, everything will stay exactly the same, but you don't need to sleep, I wouldn't take it because I never feel rested. So if I'm going to stay oh, exactly I as I am regardless... I don't want sleep to go away because sleep is the way you escape how tired you are. <laughs> Rest to me is a day where I have a full eight hours of work and I don't do anything after. Like that's, I don't, that's rest I don't understand you. I don't understand I'm, you. I'm a productivity beast. But, you know, but the thing is, I really hate sleeping because sleeping for me is so uneventful and honestly kind of traumatizing most of the time because you said you like dreaming. Oh, yeah. I, and I know um, like everyone dreams, but like I don't remember any of mine. I only oh, I remember, remember the nightmares. Oh, yeah. I get really vivid my nightmares. Oh. The pain and all I took for years really fucked up my dreams. Oh, but, my um, God. I, I had one the other day. I had one the other day 
where, okay, this is going to be a real big psychoanalysis, but I had a dream where an ex of mine got together with someone else. And this is like an old ex, like someone I don't even think about. Someone I haven't seen in years got together with someone else, but then I was having like a reconvening with them. And then it just turned into a like everything wrong about myself. And then it ended with me getting murdered. And I woke up and I was like, whew, that was a lot. And that's the first dream I've had in like four months. Yeah. I had another one one time where I woke up and I was like almost late for work. Like I woke up with just enough time to throw on my uniform and drive to work. Um, and before I woke up, I had a dream. Like, I remember my mother, who at that time was already dead, basically being like, wake up, chief. And I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? And I went to work and I was very tripped out by that entire experience. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of weird dreams um, off and on since my dad died mm-hmm. where he was alive again. Um, but yeah, we that, were in like, that a different, with you. like in a different house. That was like it's our old house, but it looks like this new house. But it like was it's very weird. I like my sense of time and place in the dream was always very fucky. And then the the thing that I keep like waking up that keeps scaring me is that I'm like terrified that he's alive again. Like I'm miserable because he's miserable. And it's just like, no, make this dream stop. This isn't nice. Yeah. Brain, I, I don't of, uh, need this. <laughs> I suffer from sleep paralysis a lot, especially when I used to be like a major insomniac. I'd have like sleep paralysis episodes. Every, oh, like, I've never I'd had have that. Them, I'd have them four to five times a night sometimes. I still have them all. I had uh, an incident the other night. Um, Do you have a sleep paralysis demon? Oh, I have multiple. There was one time I was like paralyzed and I thought I heard my stepmom open the door that was like behind me because I was facing away from my door at this point in my in my resting sleeping cycle. And, Never do um, that. Uh, well, I mean, I was I, I started facing that way and eventually I turned over. But then I like distinctly remember thinking I heard her shoot me in the back and feeling the sensation of a like multiple bullets passing through my abdomen. And then I regained the ability to move and I was fine. That one freaked me out. There was another time that I like um, I woke up and I saw like a face in front of me and then I heard in my ear. This was the first time I actually like heard an auditory sensation. I heard a noise that was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then I like was able to move again. That I didn't sleep the rest of that night. Um, I, I go through shit like that all the time. All the time. Like uh, generally like multiple times a month. I, I experience something in that realm of like. That's a lot. Yeah. So sleep for me is like I don't really enjoy it. Really don't like it. Sleep is just I mean, kinda... I've had a lot of traumatic dreams. I had a recurring dream for about four months one time every single night. Every time I fell asleep, lots of insomnia ensued. It was terrible, and it kept building. So the dream kept getting worse. I didn't like it. Yeah. Anyway, um, for the most part, though, I remember everything about my dream. Uh, Glad you and do. <laughs> they're typically interesting. Um, I'm a little bit, I don't, I'm not going to say psychic, because I'm not. It's more like deja vu, weird stuff like that. Do you experience that? Prophetic. Yeah, I get deja vu all the time, like Mm. every day. Yeah. Um, And I will have dreams where I live a day and then like six days later, I live that day as I dreamt it. And I remember it the whole day. The cognitive explanation for that is strange. Yeah. I'd love to know how that works. 
maybe what we experience in life is just a replaying of our memories in that final seven minutes before we die. Ooh, existentialism. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot me, of different let me, opinions let me, on let me, it. Th- yeah. Let me throw that one at you. Um, that one had me tripping for a minute at one point. I was like, fuck, if that's the case, oh, nihilism came up and I was like, oh, no, nihilism's for bitches. Um, existentialism then I, then is... I I feel like the darker the pit of abyss that you have to look into in order to understand the universe, the less fun it is for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that I, is existentialism. <laughs> again, I'm kind of I'm this weird like existential but somewhat optimistic nihilist, but definitely not fully that or any form of nihilism. But I'm very much just like you know, the universe is going to exist for like trillions upon trillions of years. I will never see the end of it. Earth will be far gone before that. I'm just a tiny little blip in the cosmic time scale. So really, what I do is inconsequential. But other people have lives and I may make an impact on that. So I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and try to make a positive influence and never negatively affect anybody. And that's fine. Yeah. I'd like you to, I like to introduce you. I mean to say, um, let me try that again. Words are hard. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to the concept of just being a good bean and not giving two fucks. That's my life. Be yeah. a good bean. Which philosopher said that? Mm, Katie, <laughs> the Katie philosopher, the philosopher of mm. Katiedom. Look, I've told you all my rules. Shutting the fuck up is free. You don't know shit about fuck. I don't. Oh, sorry. yeah. You don't, first of all, this is a universal factoid for everybody. You don't know shit about fuck. I don't care how much of a genius you are in a certain area. You don't know shit about fuck. Stop pretending. We all making it. We are all making it up. None of this is real. Oh, all yeah. of this is made up bullshit. That we just keep... I haven't known anything since 2007. Yeah, we just keep telling each other shit. And it's, all of it's made up. It's all... Everything's fictitious. Yeah. It's fine. The world doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. So you don't like, know shit about that. Yeah. Second rule. Mind your fucking business. Mind yeah. your fucking business. And shutting up is free. It is Both free. of these things... All three of these things are free. <clears throat> and these are my... These but you've got to pay goals. me to get me to do it. Because I won't stop talking and you know it. I, you don't have to, like, look, shutting the fuck up doesn't mean you have to be quiet. It just means that you learn. Yeah, I don't know. I know. When. You learn when to stop talking about a subject that you know not, you don't know shit about fuck about. Yeah, or that's not for you. Oh, yeah. No, that too. Um, yeah. But anyways. Yeah. So <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah. So so dreaming and sleep. Not my not my vibe. Yeah. That's not my moment. Um, so if I could give up sleep, that'd be a wonderful situation. I am very uptight, strung up. I've had a hell of a week. And um, I just, I never stop. That grind don't fucking stop. One you know day, what I mean? Keith will pop. It's okay. Oh, that happened I'll years ago. I'll scoop it it's all okay. up and put it back into a semblance of a Keith. Well, see, the thing is, I just go on binges of working and productivity, and then my body gives out. And then I have like, it's, it's the thing where like, I don't give myself breaks. My body just stops at some points and I'm like, cool, that's fine. Like you have dictated when I'm going to stop and I will pick myself up after that. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. I slept for like 12 hours yesterday. It was fucking healthy wonderful. healthy thing I've ever heard, but I'm not your doctor. So you're going to do what you're going to do. <laughs> it's fine. My, my, my psychiatrist, look, I sleep every day and that's what matters. That's true. You sleep more than me. I sleep every, I sleep every day and I drink water every day. There you go. And honestly, that alone is better mental health than like half of the people I know. Yeah, so that's true. And I don't feel repressed. Mm. I don't feel repressed. I definitely like like we've been talking about the entire episode with my personality. I just I am what I am. 
Yeah, I'm definitely repressed, but that's more the womanness than anything else. Yeah, I'm just a big himbo piece of fruit, and I don't care about anything. Like I'm, you know what's I'm, I'm me. Weirder to me hmm. is the fact that I'm gay. I'm openly gay. I'm bi, and however you want to fucking define it, I date my gender and others. Take that for yeah. what you will, people listening. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Uh, I have had less trouble with that than I have had being a woman. Being a woman is annoying in society. It is easier for me yeah. to tell someone that I'm gay than to deal with the bullshit of womanness. Oh, Let I'm sure. Let me tell y'all a story. See, I, 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 get, I get the benefit of being, like, outwardly a male. Yeah. So... Um, let me tell you a story about my house today. So, 4 a.m. last night, I take a shower. I go to turn the shower off. Shower won't turn off. I race downstairs. I turn off the main water to the house because, well, shower won't turn off. Water bill. Gotta. So, I turn that off. I go back upstairs. I look at the shower. I'm like, okay, well, I have to figure this out. So, I start taking the shower handle apart. I'm doing this. Um, and I'm doing this in a very, um, compromised state, I would like to mention. And I stayed completely calm the whole time. I assessed the situation. I got to a point where I was like, well, this no longer matches the videos that I was looking at. And so I do not have a separate diverter for this part of the thing. I can't do this. I have to call a plumber. I can't do this. I go downstairs. I tell my mom what's going on. And then I proceed to panic about it for the next, I don't know, several hours. We tried to get someone here. Do you know uh-huh. what they tried to charge us for a same-day arrival? How much? $274. Did he then offer to do it for free if you suck his dick? No, he did not. Damn it. We eventually called around, but they were going to charge us money. Charge us money to come on the day. I'm sorry. Is that not part of a plumber's literal job description is emergency services? I don't know. I only know anything about plumbers from porn, and honestly, the fact that he didn't offer you uh, that, so I'm completely lost now, because that's all my education taught me. Anyway, we get this guy to come. (laughs) We get this, I'm, yeah, we get this guy to come to the house. He comes in, he's nice to my cat, immediately the vibes are good. Immediately the vibes are good, because he's nice to my cat, and my cat is afraid of men, and was like vibing on him. Me too, me too. Me too. Was it Lupin? Yeah, it was Lupin. Lupin it was is Lupin? sweet. Lupin's I the friendly Lupin. one. Yeah. But he vibed. And he, like, even got to pet Lupin. Like, strangers never get to pet Lupin. Anyway, he goes upstairs and he's like, I, I follow him upstairs because it's my shower. And I'm like, yeah, the water is turned off at the main thing. Water to the entire house is off. I've checked all the faucets. You can check them here. Um, I did dismantle this and I just started pointing at all these things. And I was like, and those are the tools I used them with. If you want to use them, you can. And he goes, wow, you tried fixing it yourself? And I was like, yeah, I do all the plumbing in the house. Of course, I tried fixing it myself. I was like, but I don't know how to fix whatever is wrong with this. I was like, I thought it was a cartridge, but that doesn't look like the cartridges I found online. So I, I didn't know what to do next. He's like, well, it is a cartridge. It's a different type. And you don't have the tool to do this. So you couldn't have gotten any further than you are. And I was like, ah, I see. So then. I love that. Yeah. And the whole time he was here, he kept being like, wow, you're so smart. You're so impressive. You're so blah, 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 blah. I've never met a woman who can do stuff like this because I showed him all the plumbing stuff I've done because one of the part of his job is checking all the things in the house, like the fixtures. I've replaced all the shower heads. I've replaced a faucet head in my bathroom. I added an attachment to it. I've installed two bidets. Are you sure you're not a lesbian? 
<laughs> just keep listening. I've you been, sound like every lesbian friend I've ever met. Yeah. I installed two bidets and they have hot water, by the way. So I did the can hot you, and can cold Can you install wine. me a bidet? I Do can. you know how badly, as a gay man, I want a bidet? Yeah, you should really. As a one. gay man with stomach issues, I need a bidet. Yeah. As a gay woman with stomach issues, bidets were great. Also, bidet post-surgery, excellent. 10 out of 10. Love that. Every uh, second of that was amazing. Because, like, you know what's hard? Twisting. Like, after you've had oh. abdominal surgery, oh, twisting yeah. around to, like, wipe your own. It's not a time. That's not a good time. Having a bidet in that moment was the most oh my god life-saving moment. My stitches healed so good. Well, also, I didn't even have a bidet would be the most action I've had in four months. Oh, so. my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You heard it here, folks. I get more ass action than chief with my bidet. All right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, so everyone. He's, he's just saying all these things. And like, while I enjoy the compliments because, yes, I am excellent and I am really good at fixing things. I also fixed a garbage disposal like three weeks ago. I fixed the dishwasher once or twice. I drain the t- um, tub and clean it all the time in the, um, the washer, like the clothes washer. I empty. I need you to teach me how to be a homeowner. Look, I don't know how to be a off chance I ever get but a I home. do watch a lot of fucking TikToks. I watch the trans handy ma'am um, because she's amazing. Uh, if you okay. if anybody who doesn't follow the trans handy ma'am, like ma'am, M.A. apostrophe A.M. ma'am. She is the best thing ever. I, I love her mm. more than anything. Um, her and um, if you go on like the YouTubes and you're like and you type in dad, how do I? There's like a guy who has a channel and he's like a dad and he just like has a series of videos on like things your dad should have taught you to do if he didn't. Yeah. Mercury, like, dad, how do I change a tire? Dad, how do I shave? Mercury like, Stardust like is like our generation's like fucking DIY queen um, because she is a renter maintenance person, which is great. Mm-hmm. So she's like she teaches you how to do maintenance on your rental and save your like time and money that shit is literal god's work like uh, whatever god you pray to it's this woman it's this fucking woman mercury stardust doing real work out here in this fucking bitch like she's so fucking useful i've not had to use any of her like um expertise but I, I vibe off her energy. And so my TikTok has like a really good um, amount of lesbians who do home improvements and that fixing fits your things. your personality so well. Yeah. That's- Honestly, we've just, we've just, we, okay, we've circled back and we've revealed parts of our personality here. <laughs> you can do home improvement. You are Tim the Toolman Taylor. And here I am. If, if I, a fucking light bulb goes out, I'm like, oh my God, how do I do this? You want to really. know who I, I learned kinda, it from? No, I, I do know. Hmm. I learned it from my mama. My dad didn't use power tools. We own a bunch of fucking power tools and we were moving and everybody was like, how much do you want for this, sir? How much do you want for your power tools? He's like, I don't fucking know. Those aren't mine. They're my wife's. My dad it's, would buy my mom tools on Mother's Day. When it comes to things around the house, I'm completely useless at fixing things. And I find it really funny because like, okay, my dad taught me how to do something. Like I know how to change a tire. I don't really know how to like, I wouldn't know how to fix a faucet. I wouldn't know how to fix a sink. I wouldn't know how to fix like some basic plumbing. No, I wouldn't know any of that. I really kind of know how to hammer something into a wall. 
Um, oh my god. I on the daily, I operate like a, a fucking pressure machine. I've operated fucking big ass roasters that have like twenty flames underneath. But you tell me like you need to uh you need to unclog a toilet and I'm like, huh? Can you build furniture? <laughs> really. Can you build like flat no. pack furniture? Oh fuck no. I'm so Who good do at I that look shit. like? I'm so good. Who at do I look like? Furniture. I'm fucking David from Shit's Creek. Useless. Oh no! See, I'm really good at that shit. I'm, a... but I can cook. All I can cook. of our furniture in our house, I've built. I've built all of our furniture. I also have the kind of brain. There have been two moments in my life, two like two moments that stand out in like perfect clarity in my brain. Where I had a synergistic moment with the universe and I instantly, in the moment that a problem occurred, I, my brain had already cataloged everything it needed and it automatically served me up a solution that was the most perfect solution. One time was a lamp fix and the other time was this like thing that I lived in when I lived in Korea. Um, it was like the clothing rack that you put clothes on to dry, the hanging rack. It snapped mm-hmm. and my brain immediately went, you have a hanger that just broke. It will be perfect for holding those things open and making, maintaining the stability. You will not have to replace it. Like, and I mean, like, not even a millisecond happened between, like, me breaking the thing and going fuck to my brain going, nope, you have an answer for this. I know how to sew a button on a shirt. I can sew sheets. Leave. I can sew, like, Delete fitted yourself. sheets. You know how alone. you know how sheets come in a set with a top sheet and a fitted sheet? I get two fitted sheets out of that because the top sheet is yeah, a fitted sheet. The top sheet and the bottom sheet and when they meet each other and they get a little drunk. Uh-huh. And then what happens? Sheet. And then what happens? And then they And then they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? And then they start gooning and baiting. <laughs> Do they? I'm sorry. Do I'm they sorry. start docking? You know what? <laughs> burp, They're docking. Burp. Docking. I love. Can docking. you imagine? Not as a not as me having docked before that hasn't happened yet. But that doesn't sound like, fun. Just as a concept, as you. a concept, I love the idea. I love the idea when I put it into simple terms. Because it's like, imagine you have a hoodie and your friend doesn't have a hoodie, and then they put their head in your hoodie. Yeah, that just seems really uncomfortable. Although I have enjoyed well, I tried the it. TikTok um, trend where they've been blowing them up like balloons. That's been funny. <gasps> I love that. Yeah, because some girl was like, wait, just one girl was like, I got a question for like people with penises. Mm. Like, can it be blown up? Like, can you blow your foreskin up? Like, <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Oh, I love it. And then some dudes were like, you know what? I, I, I'm going to try this for you. <laughs> and they go, <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> the oh, elated joy upon trying it is the part that tickles me. For like, a second, before I realized what you were talking about, I thought you were talking about like inflating their hoodies up like a balloon for a second. And I was like, like the rapture, <laughs> like the rapture. <laughs> you know what I would, you know what I really want to do? Uh, I want to like, can, can I tell you? <laughs> yeah, tell you? yeah. Can I, yeah. I want to get like, I want to get like an outfit, right? Like some pants. I don't some like socks, where this is shirt. going. <laughs> 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 and I want to like, I want to like starch the fuck out of it. No, nope. but like in a sitting position, and I want to put it on a park bench. And I want someone like across the street from like someone's house in like a real quiet neighborhood or something. And I want them to walk out and think that someone's been raptured up off that fucking park bench. <laughs> and I just want to place a few of those just like around a small town, <laughs> and then I watch like everyone freak out thinking they missed the rapture. 
Because it'll look like someone got raptured up and their clothes stayed behind. <laughs> all right. You know how I told y'all in like episode one that my version of chaos is like tiny chaos? <laughs> I am tiny chaos. This is not tiny Did- chaos. This Have is I ever told you chaos. about the best prank I've ever pulled in my life? No. Um. Okay. Long story short, me and my friends had a uh, we we came up with a really long plot to. I think the statute of limitations on this is over now. It's been a good couple years, so. Oh my! God. I won't get into too many details, but um, we devised a plot where we saw this sign. And we thought it would be really funny to remove a letter from the sign because it were like these like brass letters, like all individually like screwed onto this like plate. Right. And um, we devised a plot that over a series of a month, every day, one of us would go to the sign at various points in the night and we would slowly unscrew one of the letters just like a, a like one like turn every night. Why? So we did it. And after this month was over, we finally got it done. I think it took like slightly over a month. We finally removed it. We got a picture. But the reason that we removed it was because on the sign of this bank, the sign ended up saying, come land county bank. (laughs) Because we removed a letter. And we have a picture of it. It's floating around there somewhere. But here's the real gag. Yeah. And this was like right downtown. Come land county bank. Mm -hmm. Took a photo of it. Seven in the morning, we drove back by that bitch, and the letter had been replaced. <laughs> they fucking knew that yeah. somebody was eventually going to take the letter away. Yeah, of course they did. Come on. But we did it. But we did it. Oh, my God. I have to tell you, um, Cedric is sitting in front of me right now with his head cocked to the side, watching the um, audio hit the, hit the screen, like the little jumping lines yeah. it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's literally killing him he is coming apart at the scene he cannot figure <laughs> out what that red line is doing he can't figure out what the blue I lines are doing his ears are just in full a kitten attention mode it's the cutest thing you can cut this or leave this i don't care but he's just like, we got podcat right now and i cannot see anything except for his head well all that being said the pod is starting to run a little long so run out of time anything else about personality you want to discuss anything you'd like to chime in with who we are as people is a complex like question but what do you want rather than what people see what do you want people to know what do you wish people saw i wish they would see that what i portray is not an act it's just me being me and me i feel like sometimes i'm taken a little too like simultaneously a little too seriously and a little too much like it's a joke if that makes sense like i feel like i often people perceive and they're like is this a bit he's playing or is this like thing he said is this him being like super serious about something and it's like 90 percent of the time i'm just joking around and having a good time but that's also not me being fake that's me just like being me i'm not playing a character i'm just an annoying gay person and that's fine i just wish people saw more of that <laughs> I wish they saw that I was funny and just like a like an outgoing human being more so than this like hyper gay character that I'm portraying because I'm not. It's just me, and I can be insightful and deep and still be the same way. I mean, we we've talked about mental health and like the whole time, like I'm being super serious, but I'm also making jokes and cracking because I'm not a serious person. I'm just not. I never want to be. You know, I don't know. That's probably it. Mine is very different. Which doesn't surprise me. Um, no. 
mine is that I wish people would just give me some time to kind of fully, I don't show you exactly who I am in the first 20 seconds that you meet me. I am literally testing the waters, trying to figure you out. I wish people would understand that when I say something, even if it sounds harsh, I am probably saying it for a good reason. And I'm not careless, typically. Like, I'm not a careless person with my words or like how I choose to interact. I'm usually saying something for a very specific reason. And my honesty isn't callousness or cruelty, it's just honesty. And that's not necessarily. It's not a bad thing. And maybe more people should acknowledge that, like, you need to look for people who are willing to be honest with you. And if I don't want to talk to you, it has nothing to do with, like, you're a bad person. I think you're garbage. It's just I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't don't have the energy for it. Yeah, exactly. And then the other part of this is that, like, I'm not an asshole. I'm actually really nice and super generous and really. You're not an asshole, just a bitch. Yeah, I'm not even that much of a bitch, though. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. I'm messing with you. It was a joke. I know. Don't take anything. I just said don't take anything I say seriously. Blah. I know. I know. Here's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I turn into the fucking count from I'm Sesame I'm not Street? sure, <laughs> but it was a lot. But, like, a lot of people think I'm an asshole. They think I'm a bitch. Like, I've heard it a bunch of times. I'm like, you're actually really nice. I'm like, yeah. Did it take you, what, five minutes to realize that I'm a really nice person? Like, I'm really nice. I'm not you are that bad i just wish people would calm down and like actually listen i think they think i'm way they i think people also think that i'm kind of like an elitist like i think people worry that they're not too that they're like not smart enough to talk to me and they're not i'm not i don't care like you know if i'm looking for a romantic partner i'd like you to be able to run two sticks together with your brain but beyond that (laughs) yeah no I'm not an elitist asshole. You just gotta you give me what? time to warm. This this ending thought here, yeah, has summed up our personalities. Because you, oftentimes, in this pod, I have noticed you have the insightful thoughts, and then there's me, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna leave that analysis up to the listeners. Oh no, I I make good points, but I'm also you know I don't get too deep. I like I've always I do sometimes when I feel like it, but you know. I think I don't know how not to get deep. And that's a lot of like my training in my academia and then also just like who I am as a person. Like that literally. But I think I think I'm a deep thinker. I always have. I think that I think the thing is that the two of us are foils to each other in a good way. Yeah. Because here here's my thought, because you go really deep and I say, okay, but here's how we pull this back and we make this really like complex and deep topic, really lighthearted and a little fun and something that we can just make fun of. And you take my nonsensical rambling and you say, well, how can we dive deeper into that? <laughs> and I appreciate it. I yeah. Think, I think we're good. And when I think I'm we being balance each silly, other out well. You can, you know, also bounce off my silly and or oh, make yeah. me more serious when need be. It works. Yeah. We're good yeah. foils and then also compliments. So, like we, we have one, we have very good meshing personalities. Yeah. And then we're also diverse enough that it's not. Yeah. See, the worst thing is if you're too similar. Mm, oh, yeah. We have just enough yeah. similar that it's good, but not too similar that we annoy each other. We relate, but I, we're very different people. I'm actually glad that we have an age difference because if you were my age, you would actually probably be insufferable. Oh? Yes. Like, oh? I think if you were my age, I would find there would, there would be like aspects of your life that I would just find because you would be like, 
too much like the other people in my generation who make me crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, you've never got out of the rat race. I don't understand. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I oftentimes like I can I can cook for myself. I can take care of myself. I can manage my money very well. Like I, I, I am always making sure that like I have taken care of myself in every way that I need necessary. Everything else, I do whatever the fuck I feel like because I'm young, dumb, and full of cum, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I think you would be too serious if you were in my age group. I think you, yeah, you, if you'd gone, if you were my exact age and you were exactly your personality and you'd gone through the time I went through, but your life in my timeline that's what i think would not be a good yeah i think the later i'm 22 for you made you into a much oh i smacked my microphone oopsie i think that time shift made you a much more lovely human being (laughs) why we would have for that my generation would have (laughs) jaded you out as like like a lot Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I would have been an insufferable millennial. Yes, that's had what I mean. Per- like, had this personality been tumor baby mon- removed from my mother? Yeah. At at your time, like I love millennials. Yeah. We've been through a lot. We're a very like tra- traumatized generation, but like some of us are fucking insufferable. Like, oh my god, yeah. Do I hate yeah. some of us sometimes? <laughs> But with that being said, I think this is a good time to wrap up the pod. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Yeah, you should be. You're a tired bean. You had to deal with the the sexy hot plumber man. Oh, he was um, definitely not. No, and I also got off topic with that. My no, whole thing was to say that gonna, he was making fun of women and I was got irritated by it. Fair enough. <laughs> but um, that being said, if you guys enjoyed the pod, make sure that you give it a wonderful review on Apple Music or Spot or not Apple Music. What the fuck? Apple retrying that one podcast. Uh, <laughs> make sure to review us on Apple Podcast or on Spotify. Remember that these don't actually pay us; they just help boost us up the chart so other people can find our podcast and listen. Um, we also have a Patreon. Patreon. If you guys haven't heard about our Patreon yet, um, we have all sorts of fun little tiers on there. We're going to be releasing a bunch of content for you guys on there, hopefully in the coming months. And uh, one of the biggest perks you get is we're going to read you out here at the end of stream. So I would love to give a shout out to our two current Patreons. Can I say inter- Can I say Yeah, yeah <gasps> read them off. We got D-Pilot. D-Pilot. Cool little bean, D-Pilot. They are a $5 pledge on our Patreon. Um, I forget what that one's called. What's the $5 pledge? Interfering gay. Interfering gay. All and right. then our obtruding gay. <laughs> is a lot of broomhead or brumhead mm. i'm unsure how the last name is said <laughs> but yes guys please support us on patreon it uh you know we're, we're not asking for money but hey a little bit of financial motivation goes a long way and you know one day maybe we'll be able to pay an editor and we could release these on a weekly basis wouldn't that be fun um <laughs> but yes guys thank you so much for listening we'll be back with you guys in two more weeks we can't wait to see you then we love you love you guys bye 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 <laughs>